Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. We are super excited to announce our next cohort of our Merry Body Yoga teacher training. It's in March 2024. So if you've been thinking about doing your yoga teacher training or perhaps you'd like to know a little bit more information about this, our waitlist is now open and I've popped the link to join the waitlist in the show notes. So our teacher training is completely online and it's 100% approved with the Yoga Alliance, meaning once you are certified with us, you can teach all over the world online and in real life and know that this is a recognized qualification. It's been such an amazing thing to watch our current cohort get certified, graduate, and really just watch their lives completely transform. It's been an honor and uh, just such a journey for us and them. So I can't wait for our second cohort in March 2024. So hop on the wait list if this sounds like you. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 393. We are really excited about this episode, this idea of handling the sense of underachievement. So let's ponder this. Handling the sense of underachievement begins with acknowledging your feelings without judgment. We need to recognize that success is subjective and multifaceted, and that everyone's path is unique. It's crucial to set realistic and personalized goals, understanding that comparison, and I'm going to underline that, understanding that comparison with others can be a trap as it often leads to overlooking your own progress and accomplishments. Did we hear that? Comparison with others is a trap. Okay, so we need to practice self-compassion and we need to focus on our own growth areas, embracing failures and setbacks as opportunities for learning and development. It's important that we seek feedback and support from others, but most importantly, it's important that we redefine our sense of achievement in terms of personal development, fulfillment, and the impact that you make rather than the external validation or societal standards that we all face. So how do we handle this sense of underachievement? Now, we're excited because we've actually got action steps to talk about (laughs) and how to actually handle it. Yeah. And I mean, just listening to that, I feel like that's a great step in how to handle it. Just put this on. Play just this. read Remind that. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> read that. Put color in your ears and listen to that again and again. Because once you listen to that, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, why am I feeling feeling so crap about myself? Uh, hello. Remember, everyone's journey is different. Remember, I get to decide what success is mm-hmm. uh, and so on and so on. So important, but also like this th- this sense of underachievement can be so, uh, you know, 
it can pop up in so many areas of life and it can take us on a, a kind of spiral downwards. So it's really, it's a great thing that you acknowledge, you know, if you're listening to this and you're feeling a sense of this, it's a great step to just acknowledge it and be like, oh yeah, I feel that. So good on you if you feel, you've realized you feel that. And now it's like, okay, what's the next step? I think a really great place to to start is, you know, your definition of success, because so often we deem success, you know, we have this idea of success and it's from other people. It's like we get it from other people's goals. We see other people's lives. Uh, we look on social media, we read articles or we, we're comparing to like, you know, the the most ultra successful people. And then, you know, we don't even uh, give ourselves a second of, you know, appreciation at what we've achieved because we're comparing to like the the top 1% or something. Uh, so it's really important to stop and look at what you see as success and redefine it if needed. Agree. And remembering that like when we do redefine it like that, we're not just saying pop a monetary goal on there. Like that that isn't yeah. just what success is. It's looking at all aspects of life. You know, it's this idea that we talked about, you know, in the introduction that it's multifaceted. Mm. That that success, it, it's multi-pronged. Like look at your life, like take a bird's eye view. Like we're often what did I what did Jared say? Zoom out. Like zoom oh, out. Yeah. And we'll we'll often remind ourselves to do that. Like take a bird's eye view of this. Like what what is like happening as a whole? Because it's so easy to really zone in on one thing that's going wrong. Mm-hmm. And you just mm-hmm. think, oh my God, like this all sucks and I suck and nothing's going right. And it's really, really easy, especially like, you know, when you are the one that needs to solve the problem. Yeah, uh, it can be really overwhelming. But then sometimes it's like take a step back, take a zoom out, and actually remember how far you've come. And wow, like look at your life and get grateful. Like that's a really good thing to do. You know, when we're redefining mm-hmm. our success. But um, when you are redefining, I just want to make sure that you're not just being like million dollar business. Like <laughs> let's look at other aspects. Like maybe it's uh loving relationships. Maybe it's more time to uh do yoga, more time to surf, more time to hike, more time to do art or play music. Like these might be your ideas of success. Maybe it's um, the ability to buy organic food and cook up delicious meals. You know, that's kind of what success is to you, whatever it is. Um, maybe it is the live off the grid, live in a tiny home. I don't know, but think about it and remember that it's not just a monetary figure that there's so many other aspects. And, you know, I was listing off like quite a lot of like material things, but there's so much more. Maybe it's having a sense of purpose, waking up with a sense of purpose every day. Like that's a big, mm. big success. And like, if you didn't listen to last week's episode 392 on finding your purpose and is purpose more important than money, then maybe listen to that because that will um, make you realize that actually, yeah, actually meaning is really important. So action Mm. step number one, take some time to redefine your success. Make sure your goals aren't someone else's goals. Yes, because it's easy to accidentally catch other people's goals. (laughs) Did you catch that goal? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the next action is to embrace the journey. And yes, of course, it's a cliche. It's all about the journey, not about the destination. But it's so true, isn't it? You don't dance the dance to get to the end as, uh, what's his name? Alan, Alan Watts, Watts famously. Alan Watts, he said. Uh, you do it for the sake of the dance. You do it for the sake of the actions. Like in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, what do they say again? <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my act, gosh! Act Great for the Emma. actions. Act for the sake of action itself, not for the fruits of your actions. Oh my so, god! Like that. You know, oh. release the fruits of your actions. Show up and just do it. <laughs> like Nike says, just do it. Just like, do it. Just do it. But it's not this idea that we're doing it to get to a place, but we're doing it for yeah. the sake of doing it. I feel like, you know, every time we talk about that subject, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Again, it's really annoying. <laughs> that we forget. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But this is why we have the podcast, so we can talk about it and remember. And maybe if you're listening, it helps you too. Uh, so important. Uh, remembering that, you know, life is this thing that we're on and day by day we get older and day by day we we kind of like – you know, that's that's the journey, right? And why would we put so much stress and misery in our lives in order to get to a destination when, you know, the magic is actually the day but day-to-day stuff. The magic is the life. It's the living. It's the it's the the moments that you think are nothing. Like that's mm. the life, isn't it? The line between A and B. Yeah. Know, like A and B are so big. Like they're so big on the piece of paper, right? And the line is so small. But actually the line should be the big part. Like the line is the big part because that's that's the important part. And, you know, listen to any person who has achieved any kind of great success in life, uh, in inverted commas, success, because what is success, remember? Mm -hmm. But they always say, like, you know, you get to the place that you think you want to be and then you want to be somewhere else and, you know, you're then you're always working towards something else because it's in the working toward, it's in the journey that you learn the lessons and you experience mm. life. It's like when you're there, it's like, okay, like enjoy it. Like actually, you know, take the view of the mountain in, you know, when you get to the peak, have a little mm. look, but then suddenly you're like, oh, it's time to go down. <laughs> it's time to continue. Oh, there's another mountain. There, there's, look yeah, at it's that time one. to continue the journey. Oh, there's a bridge to cross. You know, there's always the next step. You don't just stay on the peak of the mountain. Like, no, you don't just set up camp there and all right, I'm done. See ya. <laughs> like we 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 take another step. So yeah, so true. And like the, and then remembering that your path is not my path, and my path is not Emma's path, and that everyone's path is different. And we can look to Joseph Campbell for this, and this idea of following your bliss. And you know, we all we all should enter the forest at our own unique point. Like, don't follow someone else's entry into the Mm. forest because that's not your path. Like forge your own entry, open your own door, knock on your own doors, build your own doorway, whatever it is. But remember, like just because someone did it that way doesn't mean it's necessarily the way that you're going to do it. You might get some ideas, of course, and inspiration, but it's not going to look exactly the same as someone else. Yeah, so true. The next action is to check in with those goals Firstly, check that they're your goals and you didn't catch the goals, but also making realistic goals. Uh, Or perhaps it's like 
have a spectrum, have the the ultra realistic and the the dream big goal, and maybe you land somewhere in the middle. But I think it is really important to have realistic goals. I mean, like examples of this would be like even in business, we like to set like the goal and then the high goal, the low goal and the high goal, don't we? Is that what we call them? I the high low calm. goal. High low goal. And we do this in Marybody, like with our with our, you know, the goal of classes you want to tick off a week. But we do this in business as well. Uh and you know, we've carried it across to other things in life too. Yeah. And an example of that is like with our teacher training, our first cohort, we thought, yes, you know, we actually we had the the high goal. We were like, oh, 20 would be really good. Like we, you know, we were like 15 to 20, like that would be amazing. And you know, we actually got 31. 32, including yeah. our mom, but 32 in for our first cohort. And that like blew our minds. Like that was amazing. Um, but, you know, oh, having having that high low goal of like 15 to 20 was really a great like place to kind of go toward instead of being like, you know, our first cohort thinking we're going to get a hundred people and, you know, we might one day, but like the first one, probably not like be realistic, like, and, and make sure that you're setting yourself up for that level of accomplishment because 15 yes. to 20 is a huge accomplishment. Yes, exactly. And I think as well, you know, then it's like, I think it's all about being honest with yourself and knowing you know, the topic area, understanding what you're working on. So, you know, we, if we stick to this same example with our teacher training, you know, we've been in the world of online business quite, quite a while. Uh, so we kind of have a knowledge of, uh, of like selling online. Mm. So we put all this background experience into that goal. Uh, and obviously like we, we surpassed it we doubled it, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but it is good to like use that knowledge base, like not just pull numbers out of the sky or, you know, dream up a number. And if you don't have that knowledge, it's, it's do a little research, like check what other people are doing or ask questions, ask help, uh, for someone from someone who's doing something similar in another area or another, like a, a parallel kind of topic. Uh, we can gain more information without experiencing something. So I think that's really beneficial because I think sometimes in our past we've like pulled out really big numbers and then we achieve something and it's like we feel deflated and let down because we didn't reach our crazy goal, but actually like we did achieve something. We just we put too much expectation mm-hmm. on ourselves and the project perhaps. So it's good to check in with that and be honest with yourself and are you being, you know, hyper, uh, you know, one way or the other? Are you putting you are you putting it your goal lower so you, you know, you don't let yourself down or you don't feel like a failure, but maybe that's not pushing you enough? Or are you putting it too high and is that not realistic at all? So it's good to be really honest, I think. Yeah. But it's also great to dream. So be realistic, but then maybe add a few extra. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Dream big, but then <laughs> yeah, work out that that step by step to get to that dream. Yes, to make that exactly. a reality. Amazing. So yes. the next action step, and we did allude to this in the first uh action step, but it's a big one and it will help you really overcome this sense of under accomplishment. But it's practicing gratitude. 
So it's the practice of regularly, and we'll underline that, regularly reflecting and appreciating on what we've already accomplished uh, and all of the positive aspects of our life. It's really, really easy, as I said before, and I am like, I'm like expert at this, of focusing (laughs) on everything that's gone. I'm such a good (laughs) focuser on everything going wrong. What's going wrong today? Let me point everything out. Uh, yes. <laughs> Carla is so good at that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Like, and then, you know, she's in one then, of those moods. <laughs> and then, and then I focus on everything that's going wrong. And I'm like, hang on a minute. This is not good for us. I need to change this. <laughs> but um, the practice of gratitude is a really good one of getting you out <laughs> of this habit. So, can we flip this habit and get into the practice of gratitude? Now, I always say, like, when I do go into like this kind of um, dark hole of focusing on everything that's going wrong. Like I'll always say like, no, Emmy, like I'm just being realistic. Like I've got to point out our problems so that we can overcome them and blah, 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 blah. Yes to that. Yes. Being honest with the problems and yes, then taking action to solve the problems, putting on your overalls and doing the work, okay, yes. not just dwelling on the problems. Um, no. But th- then gratitude, a, a reflective practice of gratitude can also just put you in a great frame of mind to tackle these problems because, you know, okay, we pointed out the problems. If you just keep focusing on everything that's going wrong, your mind is not going to be on your side to actually go and do something about it. Whereas if you then put gratitude on as your hat, you realize, wow, like, look how much I've already achieved. Oh, remember that moment when that was really hard, but then I got through it and I did it and I'm really proud of myself. Um, Mm -hmm. It puts you in a really positive frame of mind to actually go and do the action that's required to solve the problems that you're facing. So gratitude is a game changer. Yeah. And I think like that's something really important to, to discuss a bit further in that, you know, we talk about this all the time, that your thoughts and your feelings you know, they impact your actions and that impacts the result. So if you're feeling more kind of positive and enthusiastic about overcoming the problem, then that will impact your action and perhaps it will help you overcome the problem. Whereas if you come at it from this really like fear mode and like negativity and we're all doomed, which, you know, potentially we are all doomed. Uh, but, you know, if we come at it with a different mindset, perhaps we will see the the pathway to the other side a lot mm. easier. Uh, but it's, I think it's, it's just also a normal thing that all us humans experience. And it's not necessarily a good thing to be ultra positive all the time either. Like it's, it's, it's very healthy, I think, to have uh, the, the the ups and downs Mm. like not like not like extremes but you know like it is a dance between that what's the one of the things that is always said on that other podcast we listen to the founders podcast oh yeah the founders but there's like two (laughs) there's the two frames of mind for the founder and it's like euphoria euphoria and ultimate terror like just like yes <laughs> like so you're just like you're either in euphoria mode or you're just in terror and like i can completely um resonate with that like whenever i hear them say that i'm like i know those feelings and they're really <laughs> really extreme and it's like it's so awesome when you're in the euphoria mode you're like oh my gosh everything is amazing like how good is this but then when that that the opposite comes in and the the terror the fear it's like this really 
like wall feeling. It's yeah. so hard and and extreme. And sometimes you're like, no, no, don't come. I don't want you. <laughs> and the good thing is, though, is when you have the tools to kind of like find yourself back into the, into the euphoria or like yeah. into a more like maybe not so one or the other. Because like I neutral. do believe, yeah, I feel like I have a neutral kind of mm. position too. Yeah. And it's probably when I'm, it's probably when I'm like, you know, uh, deep into a very admin-y base case, um, task, you know, like writing or or I don't know, just ticking off, you know, the, the regular to-dos. Like I don't really feel a sense of euphoria at those times. But sometimes when you get all your work done really fast, like that mm-hmm. is euphoric. <laughs> yeah, it is. And sometimes it's just like, yeah, realizing you're like, you know, all these things, like they matter and like that's kind of, you know, it all yeah. hogs together and all works together. Like that can be really yeah. inspiring. Or like, or like, oh my gosh, like look what we've created. Like you reflect on it and be like, whoa, like that's cool. Like, wow. Yeah. And this is that idea of gratitude, isn't it? Because sometimes yeah. when you're so in something, like obviously you're very close to it. Um, it becomes your norm. Whereas yes. when you take that step out and you realize and you do take that bird's eye view and you're like, whoa, like this is not normal. Like this is the, not a normal way of living or life yeah. or, you know, what we've created. And so it can be, it can really help you, I guess, get into that um, euphoric, which can be that ultimate gratitude, can't it? Like euphoric to me is like, yeah, finding that bliss and like living in that bliss flow state. Yeah. Which is um just an amazing place to be. But yeah, remembering Absolutely. that it doesn't last forever. Nothing lasts forever. Um, and knowing that it ebbs and flows. But yeah, when you're in the, the terror, it's like, do you have a rope to pull yourself <laughs> out of the quicksand? And that is gratitude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or a sister. <laughs> <laughs> Grab <Both. my> hand. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Okay. So our last so action funny. step that we have uh on this, you know, overcoming this sense of underachievement mm, is mm. a focus on continuous growth. And I really like this. I think this is so good. Yeah, me too. This is so good. You know, it's acknowledging that again, it's I think it's coming back to that whole journey thing and acknowledging that growth and learning and and achieving is, you know, there's not an end point. It's ongoing and it, it doesn't just stop when you retire or it doesn't stop when you tick that box. Uh, it's a lifelong thing. Mm. So I think it's embracing the ups and downs. It's embracing it all as as amazing experiences and and acknowledging all the amazingness that you have already achieved and what is to come and being excited about opportunities. Mm. And, uh, yeah, realising that all of those perhaps moments where you think, oh, this is an underachievement, like that should that is just an opportunity yeah. for self-improvement, for learning, for growth. And, you know, once again, coming back to the podcast that we've really been loving lately, but a key, uh, I guess, major lesson for every founder that he talks about on that podcast, like the great business people of the world, it's like there is no failure. The only failure there is is if you stop. Like yeah. if you stop, if you decide like this is it, I'm done. Yeah. Whereas if you pick yourself up, dust yourself off and move forward, that's not failure. Like that is growing and that is building resilience and that is learning. Like you learn so much when things don't actually go your way. 
It's so true. And sometimes those are the most, you know, uh, profound lessons and they're not easy lessons to learn. However, they might be the ones that actually result in your success. Mm. So we sometimes have to go through those to then come out the other side and achieve everything we've ever dreamed of achieving. Uh, So it's always good to remember that when you're in those moments, because sometimes it feels like there's no way out, but finding a meaning for that hardship can, you know, can also be one of those lifeline uh, to get you out of it. Absolutely. So I guess to wrap this up and to take a bit of a reflection of these action steps, you know, when you are feeling that sense of underachievement where you feel just like you've fallen flat, like let's take one of these five action steps and see if we can turn that mindset around and make a little switch or a big switch, that is. So it's all about redefining our success. Like what does success mean to you and you only? It's about embracing that journey from A to B, remembering that the line is just as important, if not more important. It's about looking at our goals and making sure that they're realistic. We're still dreaming big, but they're realistic and achievable. Maybe you take that high-low goal approach, which really works well for us. It's making sure that we practice gratitude and doing this daily, like not just in the moments where you are looking at everything that's going wrong. Like even when you feel like everything's going right, keep practicing gratitude and this focus on continuous growth, uh, a growth mindset, realizing that sometimes the problem or the inverted commas failure is where we're actually going to learn. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is at all stages and all ages of life. So I guess the last point is like remembering that I like this this last point, like remembering that it's never too late to to yeah. start something new and to achieve your dreams or reach for your dreams or decide you want to do something different. And it's never too late to redefine what happiness and success means to you. If you've been living your life and you've listened to this podcast and you realize, oh my gosh, like my definition of success has been so way off of what it truly means. Great. Like now you yes. know, like now you know. So that is such an amazing thing. So cool. I love this episode. I feel like it is one to come back to. So perhaps save it in your notes, send it to the people you love. Uh, and otherwise we'll see you next week, but we won't see you. You'll hear us. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about next week's episode. We've got a brand new one coming to your ears. So leave us a review if you really loved this episode, as that really helps us find new audience members. And we would be super grateful for you to do that. Okay, have a great day. 